Hello everyone, welcome to week 9 of Top Chat. My name's Matt, joining me as always is Joe. Alright mate. Alright mate. Uh, I called it Top Chat this week, do you notice? I had a real crisis in my head as I was about to say it, because I thought, we still haven't decided if we're Top Chat games or just Top Chat. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter, but... We are um, Top Chat. We are Top Chat, although we do always put Top Chat games in the, the episode titles. Yeah. So, um, inconsistency is key. But welcome back, week number nine. Um, we're going to apologise straight away for last week's episode, which was probably the worst sounding yet. Yeah. Uh, we've had some pretty shit sounding ones, haven't we? Yeah. Um, we. It's been weird, because we started off really well, because we were doing this format, which is back to just one microphone. One mic, yeah. We've tried many variations of two microphones mm. and given up, We've pretty basically. much given up. Yeah, for now, until we come up with a uh, suitable solution. Um, but we have had some bad ones, but we're back to just, yeah, the one microphone, because it works the best, doesn't it, really? Yeah. It's kind of easy to do. We're, we're just huddled around the table in our living room. Yeah, and it's not, it's not so surprising as well when we see that we've got about seven listens on last mm. week's episode, when the quality is oh, pretty it, terrible. It sounds like we're both stood in a tunnel. Yeah. But this week will sound much better, so uh, we'll try not to dwell on that too much. Um, we're discussing this week, as you will have seen from the title... Uh, video game franchises and series and whatnot that we would like to see brought back because there's a few, aren't there? There's quite a lot of there franchises lot. in the world. This was uh, there are many. Um, this was a fairly easy list to come up with, to be honest. I thought when when we first decided this that was going to be this week's topic, my first thought was, hmm, like how many are there that I've enjoyed that aren't actually going anymore? And then it turns out there's a lot. Hmm. Like there's actually quite a few. Yeah, well, I think from my list, you'll kind of see the kind of gamer, or like the era that I grew up in anyway. Because the kind of man I am. The kind of man I am. Uh, the era that I grew up in, because when I was sort of looking at what franchises are dormant and not being in use anymore, quite a lot of them are obviously from like the SNES and really? Sega eras and stuff like that. Whereas like... It, ones from like the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 generally have sort of had a, a release within the last 10 years. Like reboots are a thing in this day and yeah, age. they are. But I found a couple that I'd be quite okay. interested in playing. I've, just I've actually narrowed mine down to five, like we said. I've got a few. I've got five and then I've got one or two that I was just kind of going to throw out. But I've just realised that my phone is over there and that is what has my info on it. Because I did a bit of research and like... I have dates and things so that when I actually mention them, I sound professional by saying, oh, the last time we had a game from this series was 2003 or whatever. And oh. now I'm looking at, at my uh, my mobile telecommunication device, I which has all that. the... You didn't do that. That's fine. One of us is professional. Um, but just say some words while I grab my phone for five seconds. So what I wanted to mention this week... Is that I've realised which we haven't done. I'm back. Is mention that what did I miss? The Top Chat podcast <laughs> is going to be released every Thursday. Every Thursday, without fail. Mm. I'm not going to commit to that actually because we <laughs> might actually fail on this uploading say. on a Thursday. However, yeah. it's going up on what? It goes up on Anchor, so that means iTunes, uh, everything except Spotify. Base anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you'll find us. I think. Okay. And I give mean, us feedback on that. And come yeah. to our YouTube, give us a like and subscribe. Yeah. Actually, if you do have a preferred podcast uh, provider and we're not on it, let us know because we can look into that. But as far as I'm aware, we're on Podbean, we're on CastBox, we're on 
that uh, weird kind of pink one that you can get on Android I and know. iOS. I, I only look on Android. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean on Anchor and the uh, iTunes one. Yeah. I mean iTunes is the big one for us, really. Yeah. But anyway, if if yeah, just give us some feedback, I guess. And, and like Joe was just saying, head over to YouTube, drop us a like and a subscribe because they are weekly podcasts as well as our uh, intermittent top opinion videos. We've both got ones in the works. Uh, well, actually, mine's done. It's on... Um, should I, should I reveal the title? What do you reckon? Yeah. Shall the I, big reveal. The big reveal. So what you've got, oh god, don't do that. What you've got looking for to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen, is a not very professionally made uh, opinion piece on GTA Six and where I think it should be set. Because uh, spoiler alert, I'm kind of fed up of North America or yeah. the USA, I which I say. think we've mentioned quite a lot recently. We have. I just decided to do a kind of a deep dive on it, and I went through like the history of Rockstar's games and the last 15 years of where they've actually set their games, and you know opportunities that they could otherwise explore. So, yeah, you can you can find that on YouTube alone because they're only 10 minutes, aren't they? So there's no point putting them on our podcast yeah. host because, well, yeah, they're only 10 minutes long. And they're videos. And they are actual videos, whereas this isn't. So, um, And you've got one coming too? I've got one coming. I've written the script for mine because I do a script s- format. Script? What, what does that mean? What's that word? Well, I don't freeball it like you do. I'm mental, I'm, mate. You are mental, bloody mental. Uh, and I've started recording it, but then I didn't finish recording it. So mm. I've got to do that. So probably next week next at some week? point. Yeah, I've, I've been a bit slack. Mm. I've been gone. working a lot, actually. Yeah, um, we both have been. To be, we say this every week. But yeah, mine yeah. will be up over the weekend, I think. I was planning on doing mine over the weekend, but I did six days in a row at work. And Ooh, late oh. nights, early mornings, a mixture of the two, and I just didn't have the energy. Ouch, but, baby. Very yeah. ouch. Well, have you found, in your hectic schedule, have you found any time to play any games? Weirdly what, enough. What have you been playing? I have. Really? Do, so, do tell. What should I start with? Let's go. I completed Rhyme. Oh, that's big. That I was just about to take a sip of my uh, Agua. But uh, that's, that's big stuff. What did you think? And there is a wrong answer here, <sighs> so don't get it wrong. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. for what it was. It's not particularly... The gameplay is not new. It's just borrowing ideas from like other similar style indies that have done it before. Uh, I'm not clever enough to really understand the story. I was gonna go watch some like interpretation of the story videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I got it at the end, like the reveal. The reveal, yeah. We, can we spoil it? I don't know how old no, it is. No, no, it's no. About... Go, go play it. I think it's only like two years old. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, go and play it. Don't. don't we won't it's spoil quite it. Short. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. Felt okay. a bit too long for what it was, though. Okay. Um, good game. I remember when I was watching mm. you play it like a year ago, mm. and I remember you hunting for the platinum. Yeah, which that. I have, by the you way. You do, yeah. I do have. I decided, nah, not gonna do it. Can't bother. You're not gonna go for the platinum. Nah, I it's think I've deleted really it. Really easy to get. It's yeah, very easy. I th- the thing about that game is that the platinum is very, or the trophy list is very, like, uh, based on like some kind of open world collectathon. You've got these collectibles to go get, but the game isn't that. And I don't want to be going See, going just... back through the levels, like, because they feel like a a solitary experience that you have once, and like maybe you're a bit confused at some point on the puzzles. Or what you do, where to go, but like, so if you happen to stumble into the collectibles, okay, great. But I don't feel like 
going back and looking for what? them. I honestly can't think what collectibles you even mean. There's like in each one of the islands, there's like uh, four pieces of like a, a plate. Oh or something. yeah, of course there is. Yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. Toys and then making oh, the, the melody or something as well. Yeah, yeah, you make the melody. Oh, okay, that is true. So I, can't I mean, I think that. that is kind of a staple of the um, <clears throat> the adventure platformer kind of thing because it's just yeah. I don't I don't see it as an adventure platformer particularly to me because do I don't you know see when it I as? went in when I went in to it in my head this was along the vein of like a journey or everybody's gone to the rapture kind of a bit of a walk-in sim and then it started to get a bit yeah, more see, puzzly that's the thing you've probably gone into it with the wrong mindset because it's not that it is a game in its I mean it was 30 quid when it was new it's a game in its own right it's just a smaller than it's not a triple a yeah oh well, well at least you enjoyed it it wouldn't go anywhere near my top 10 but okay, I enjoyed it. I think for the emotional uh, aspect alone, that's that's why it made it into my yeah, top ten. Yeah, I, I did feel at some points it was there was quite a lot of emotion. Although there is a lot that, of emotion. You're right. <laughs> there are many many feelings being felt in that thing. Mm. But the one overriding thing was there's these creepy enemy kind yeah, of things. Don't know what they're called. They represent death or something. I don't know. Um, they're kind of like Harry Potter Dementors kind of thing. They like they are, suck yeah, you in yeah. at some point. But like they that. were so creepy. To me. Every single time I saw one, I got goosebumps. Really? They really creeped me out because there's got this whispering, like kind of Lord of the Rings, Ring Wraith kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's funny because they just made me laugh. Not laugh, not like ha ha ha, but I was just kind of like the way they moved and, and stuff just to me was more comical than scary. It wasn't scary. It was just Chilling. Chilling, yeah. That's a good one. See, I, I think that about will, will be a bit relevant, shall we? About Momo. Have you, you've seen, presumably, you've seen, you're oh, aware yeah. of what this Momo thing is. It's fucking terrifying. It was old, I swear. I swear, like yeah, five was, years ago that was going around nah, as well. It was last year, but it's picked up traction over the last few weeks because of. Like, it's on like Peppa Pig and Fortnite videos. And, stuff. and didn't a girl actually kill herself or something? Like a 12, 13. Anyway, um, yeah, don't let's do not that. talk about Don't do yeah, that. Stay away from, from anything Momo related, kids. Just literally. That is terrifying. Just listen to us constantly. All the time. Subscribe. Subscribe. Next on, what else have you been playing then? Because you had more than one, didn't you? I've had three this week, I think. Three? So this is my second. Should have been four, but. Um, well, I got in quite late this weekend, so <clears throat> I obviously couldn't turn the TV on and play. Play any games because my girlfriend was asleep. Huh. So I whacked out the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, okay. And finally, after about a year of having it, completed Super uh, not Super Mario, Mario Odyssey. Is it is it not Super Mario Odyssey? No, I think it's just Mario Odyssey. Oh, okay. Um, I've not to say I haven't been playing it. Like I've slowly been playing it across the year. Like. Every now and then I get really into it for a couple of kingdoms, and then, <laughs> and then I'm like, nah, it's can't one of those anymore. games. But I finally rolled credits, as the kids say. I wasn't uh, aware the kids said that, but I quite like it. Rolled credits. You rolled haven't heard credits. that term. Well, I know what it means. I can work it out, but I've not well, heard it. Well, it's before. sort of like a it's a new age term where completing a game is different to rolling credits now because you've got so much post game oh. content in these. New games, right? 
that so I've finished the story, so I've rolled credits, but there's two more kingdoms have become unlocked. And I'm still like oh. 300 power moons away from completing all the moons and stuff. <laughs> That's the nerdiest thing we've ever said on this podcast. I'm 300 power moons away. <laughs> well, in context, across my whole gameplay of playing that game, I've got 300. So I think there's about 600 power moons. So I'm a long way from completing that. Do you have to replay old levels to find? Yeah, because they're all oh, it's all that, different yeah. puzzles to get a different power moon. Stop it's quite that. fun. I'm going to carry on playing it because I haven't really got anything to play on my Switch at the moment. Okay. So, And I'm actually segueing into my third game. Oh, I'm okay. big on the platformers right now. Okay. So I, after I finished Ryan, I was like, what do I play next? Uh, I've just ordered Spider-Man. Lovely. Uh, but it hasn't arrived yet. So that was the game I wanted to be playing before this. Uh, but instead, I downloaded Ratchet & Clank. Oh. Yeah. I've never actually played Ratchet and Clank. You've never played any of them? No, none of them. I played Jack and Daxter instead. I pretty much... It was one of those when you you see the games on the shelves and you think, well, they're identical, and I just preferred the look of Jack and Daxter to Ratchet and Clank. Okay, interesting. So, yeah. I never played Jack and Daxter. (gasps) Isn't that funny? It is. So, between us... We know games yeah we know two <laughs> of the games we know two of the games uh but i i've got i think i've got the original ratchet and clank trilogy mm. if there is such a thing i've got a couple of ratchet and clank games on my vita that i always wanted to get back to at some point i kind of forgot about <laughs> and then this ps4 one came out and oh my god let me tell you this it looks how we thought it so did. hang on are you playing the, the ps4 or the vita? ps4 version sorry yeah. not vita the switch you're playing the ps4 ratchet and clank game yes okay Sorry, I was. I Which thought you meant Switch. Is uh, it's not a remaster. It's a complete remake of the first game. Okay. Um, it's interesting because Clank and Ratchet get along because it was a big thing in the first game They're when not they meant first to. meet. Hmm. They're like, Ratchet, mate, you're an idiot. Hmm. Fuck you, Clank. You little. <laughs> Clanker, that is and then, yeah, how it goes. But yeah. now they're like, "Oh, hi, Clank, be <laughs> my friend." Um, but yeah, it's Boring. awesome, and it looks amazing. It looks like a Pixar movie, which nice. is what we always imagined how these games looked when we were younger. Yeah, that's true. But it's a lot of fun. A couple of levels in, cool. Just messing around. Pretty easy game. All the gadgets, mm. but it's fun. I just like to have fun, you know. I just like to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Um, this week, I've been playing <gasps> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Wow. Um, I just finished, actually, while I was waiting for you to wake up. I've just finished, like, a four-hour... Maybe not four. Three, three and a bit hour sweaty sesh where I'm... I've only got two story-related trophies left. So I'm nearing the end of the story... <laughs> But then I've got all these, like, every time I load up the game, it seems like there's a new, oh, your season pass has unlocked a new bit of DLC for you. I was like, oh, it's, it's literally never ending. But last week I said I was getting kind of, like, fatigued by it. Yes. But I'm not. I'd literally just spent too long away from it, and now I need mm. to go back to it. Okay. Which is uh, funny, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I've also got back into Pokemon Go a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I kind of, to the start of this year, I've stopped playing it every single day um whereas now yeah i'm just back into it every day not really much to say it's still the same game i'm just yeah for, for whatever reason I'm, I'm back into it but we're going to be talking about pokemon soon aren't we, we are we're going to be talking about pokemon 
pretty much right now. Have you got a Sebi from the Webby, or has he not been in touch this week? He's not been in touch. He probably hasn't no. listened to the last week's no, episode. I, I mean, don't no, blame him. Has. No. It's, it's pretty shocking. But yeah, it's not great. Go listen to all the other episodes. The other episodes are decent. Last mm. week's content was good. Last week's content was one of our best episodes, uh, but it was just stuck behind that yeah. stupid echo. It's so if you can echo. bear it, and you, you can listen to some of our <laughs> I don't think anyone can. Great opinions, but... Yeah. Well, let, okay, I'll do the Metacritics that I did last week, just in case no one listened to them. I still don't think you did them last week. Well, I think I did. We're debating. I, I don't think you did read them last week, but it's fine. So, yes. Well, I th- maybe we should come up with a name for this segment. Your your Metacritic score giving. Meta-shitic. There we go, We've done it. Done. Uh, the Anthem Metacritic was 62. Mm-hmm. Pretty average. Pretty average, yeah. Trials Rising, 81. We had a big debate on... Oh trials yeah, we rising. did last week. We had I'm a so big debate on trials. If that episode was recorded properly and we uh, got some feedback on who on our argument, but I've forgotten what the argument was. Well, I said that trials is boring and repetitive. It's fun for like an hour, and then you compared it to Fortnite, which is just. Oh, and I don't even like Fortnite. It's just a wrong. It's just a wrong no. thing to say. Oh, actually, speaking of um, uh, Fortnite and battle royales, have you played any Apex Legends? Apart from that one game, no. No, neither have I. I don't know, like, because Aaron messaged me the other day. Shout out, Aaron. He was on episode five or six? Something like that. Um, He messaged me the other day, like, when are you going to join me on Apex? Excuse me. And it's kind of like, our internet's not good enough to handle it. And also, I'm just not interested. Mm. I'm just not interested. Like... I don't know what it is about that game. It it looks great. Yeah, I it, liked it for it, what I played. But. Yeah, it would tick all of my boxes for, for a game that I would typically enjoy. But I just can't be asked. I don't know. I don't know how to how to explain. I just can't be asked. But that's wow. interesting that neither of us have bothered. I'm interested to see uh, what you go to when you finally get out of Assassin's Creed. Well, this is the thing. We'll talk about this game in a minute, kind of. But... um. I've pretty much now decided, I've said this before, but I want to finish Assassin's Creed Odyssey before Days Gone. Okay. Because I think that'll be my next AAA purchase. Yeah. Well, then, uh, I guess for the rest of the year, there's not going to be, like, another 150-hour game for no. you to lose yourself in. No. And especially with no Assassin's Creed this year. No Assassin's Creed this year. So, so check back in week 20 when Matt has played a different game. A different game. It probably will. Well, actually, no, because it launches in... About four or five weeks, so I'd better get my skates on. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll see how that pans out, shall we? Um, yeah, is that, okay. is that it? Uh, for... No, so this week, the Devil May Cry 5 game, I said oh, that weird, yeah, has come did. out and come out to a quite good reception, which I'm pretty surprised by. Well, I thought they were always... 86. I don't know. I just, looking at this game, I was just like, I don't know, it's like a middle-of-the-road kind of game I know it was like a popular franchise to come back speaking of like dormant franchises but I don't know 86 that's that's a pretty good score isn't it one of those series that's it was one of the first that kind of uh, popularised the combo hack and slash guns and swords and cool looking fight mechanics it's kind of like inspired like Ninja Gaiden and Bayonetta and and but it was just when these games come back you don't expect them to come back well I don't know. Has it been that long? I think Devil May Cry 4 was uh, PS3, Xbox 360. So Oh, because that, that was the one with new look Dante, wasn't it? And he looked mm. all emo and had like blonde hair. Something like that. So I, I thought really, he looked cool. I don't really follow it that way. I think I played Devil yeah. May Cry 
two on the PS2, but it was my older brother's. Uh, uh, I've never actually played one, but it just looks like something I would probably be into. So maybe uh, I should. Yeah. Who knows? I'll try it one day. Uh, um, any other Metacritic scores, or should we? That's it. Let's move on. Let's move on to what's occurring. So let me find what's occurring. Oh, oh well, I mean, we should probably start uh, something that broke. Well, not broke, but we discussed last week on the episode that no one's listened to um, that the day after we were recording, the Pokemon Direct was due to happen, uh, and it did happen. It did, and we now have details on the the next Pokemon games, Generation Eight. Um, they're called Pokemon Shield and Sword, and it appears that it's set in England-ish, like a, a Britain, yeah, Western. It Europe. looks. Yeah, it looks very European. Um, it look I've got to be honest, it does look very English. Mm. But to me, it, it kind of looks English or German. Yeah. But then the trainer battles that were shown in the direct, like when, when you know, it's your character and then they like face up against the other one while it loads in the, the battle arena, um, they're all wearing school uniforms, which as far as I'm aware is like an English thing. I don't think Europeans wear... I think it's a Japanese or, thing. <laughs> what, school uniforms? They love a school uniform. They do love a school uniform, yeah. They love uh, animating school uniforms. But, yeah, I think, I think to be honest, it's kind of set in England. Um, so Which is cool. Yeah. It's, it's not quite GTA. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because every Pokemon game up until, I believe, Sun and Moon was based on a city of some sort. So the first three generations were based on... Um, I can't remember which cities, but three Japanese cities. I believe Generation 4, 5, and 6 are all set in North American cities, or like based on... like I know Gen 5 is meant to be like New York, um, which is obvious for anyone who's played Black and White. But um, And then Sun and Moon is just Hawaii. And now it seems to be just kind of Englandish, European-y, Germany sort of... Mm. Like elements of France, I would say. It just looks European. Yeah. It looks very European. The map looks quite big. Yeah, well, Sun and Moon's quite big, to be honest. It's four or five different islands. I'm still going off Kanto, so... (laughs) Oh, well, Kanto's... Yeah, Kanto's tiny. The the only reason Kanto felt big is because you couldn't run around it. But actually, does Kanto feel big or small in Let's Go? Hmm... I don't know. Okay. I can't really compare it to any of the other ones. How's that fancy It feels quite small because, I mean, I'm used to more open worlds. And also, you can't go many places. Like, you get, yeah. you're on the path, and then, like, that's the path you could stay on. Yeah, the, the Kanto games are very linear. Um, what else? So, we, we've seen the starters. Um, the three starters are Grookey, which is uh, it's kind of like a. Actually, I might just get pictures up while I'm doing this because I've kind of forgotten. But um, yeah, it's that's the grass type, and it looks a bit like uh, what am I trying to say? It's kind of like a, a cross between a pig and a lizard. I feel like um, then a pizzard, yeah. And then we've also seen the fire starter is huh, oh actually oh, fire starter. R.I.P. That's what I was gonna. This is what I was gonna mention at the very start of the podcast. I meant to do that. Um, yeah, we're not a music podcast, however. Uh, games are expressive, they're creative, they push boundaries, uh, and they're constantly innovative and exciting. And so was Keith Flint. Mm-hmm. 
and we're both fans of the prodigy so oh, yeah. just a little you know rest in peace keith and that was a good little uh accidental shout out yeah well. yeah i genuinely did mean to mention that at the very start and i just completely forgot but uh yeah rest in peace keith flint um we both managed to see him live didn't we at different times legend yeah. legend of the game what anyway. a, what a inspiring band as well to to bring Quality together band. the amount like going to a prodigy concert you've got like goths and emos you got punks you're like the ravers mm. it's just and then you've incredible got people who are like people. in their 40s who yeah. sort of they were our age when the prodigy blew up you know like fat of the land came out and stuff so yeah great band if you've got no idea what we're talking about basically the prodigy are a british dance rock well maybe not rock they're just a unique good yeah. band well they look like punks who do like dance rave music pretty yeah, much yeah and unfortunately they're one of their founding members the singer dancer whatever he was Keith Flint um, is believed to have taken his own life earlier this week which is very sad indeed but anyway um, Pokemon so the, the fire type starter uh, well there's a picture of it. it I can't remember what it's called but it's just a rabbit really it's mm. literally just a rabbit um, you see what I mean about a pig with a lizard with Grookey it looks more of a bird to me. A bird? It's got like a beak. Have you watched the direct? I watched it live. Although... Oh, I forgot. <laughs> so I was at work. The thing about the the, the uh, leaf starter... Uh, grass. Grass, that's the one. Yeah. Is that I saw him and I was like, oh, that's one of the other starters. Like To me, that just looks exactly it, the same to one of the other starters. It looks kind of like um, Turtwig to me. Um, all, all three of them to me look like sort of redone versions of ones that we've had before so yeah the, the fire type starter is called score bunny um, and just to me it reminds me of fennekin which is the gen 6 fire type starter um, which is more it's more like a fox than a rabbit but it's kind of got similar ears and whatever and then the water type is called sobble and is essentially a tadpole and to me it kind of looks like mudkip from <clears throat> generation 3 so everyone is seems to be uh, in love with this Sobble guy, Soddle. I don't know. Of all, like the th- all three of them had like intros in the video. Like they all came out of certain things. So like the the rabbit was really fast and just leaving like burned footprints. Um, Garuki was walking along some power lines, I think, or something. And then Sobble just kind of climbs out of a water fountain, looking all wet and yeah. sad. I think because it looks sad. I mean, you can see from that picture, these two are smiling, and Sobble, yeah. Sobble looks somber. Somber Sobble. I've got to be honest, I don't like any of them. No. I really don't like any of I them. I mean, I haven't just... I liked... No, to sorry, me, on, Pokemon, yeah. like... Okay, uh, whatever, I'm the Gen 1 kind of... Whatever fanboy you want to call it. But... Growing up with those 150, that to me is Pokemon. Like, because I never bothered moving on when Gen 2 came out. 151. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Well, wasn't it 150 came no, out? No, it's then, 151. Yeah, but then one of them came out later, or a few nope. of them came out. Okay, whatever. Nope. 151. Whatever. Uh, I was rounding down. And then, <laughs> um, I don't hmm. know, every new design, I'm just like, oh, that's not Pokemon anymore. That's not Pokemon. Yeah, you're just one of those. But I'm just yeah. But I don't play the game, so also I don't really care. I do like the look of the fire guy. Nah, see, funnily enough, that he's my least favorite of the three is is Score Bunny, and also I mean you won't understand this because you don't play the later games, but 
basically the fire types have got a habit of their final form is firefighting um, and people are already predicting that this is going to end up being like some kind of macho bunny that's fire slash fighting the rabbit. which yeah which would be really annoying um, my favourite of the three is probably Grookey but I, I generally prefer grass types to anything else uh, um, um, but yeah so I'm somewhat disappointed but then do you know what the biggest thing for me as well though is looking at these graphically mm-hmm. I think Sobble looks appalling why is it so look at his eyes they're like 2D there's nothing going on with Sobble that like looks like I mean, they all making do. use of the switch. I feel like, and also looking at the um, there's that random battle in the trailer. Yeah. And like, uh, you see the Pikachu, mm-hmm. and he's got like uh the black outline, and what, he looks you mean so much more shaded. Yeah, he's nah. so much more two D than um anything in Pokemon Let's Go. I th- think it doesn't look as good as Let's Go, if I'm honest. I think graphically it looks nice, but looks I mean right. it was always going to. But um, yeah, I don't know. I liked two of the three in Sun and Moon. I I don't like um, Poplio, and I actually I hate what Poplio becomes. I think Poplio is the best of you know its line because Breon is an absolute shambles, and then Primarina just looks shit to me. But um, yeah, I don't know. The starters, I think one looks okay. One just looks annoying, and one, yeah, Sobble, I would say, is kind of lifeless. I think the setting looks great. The battle mechanics look identical. Well, it appears that random encounters have come back as well, judging from the trailer. Uh, come back? Well, from Let's Go. Because Let's Go, there wasn't random encounters, was it? You could see the Pokemon in the grass. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think that was mainly because Let's Go was a companion to Go, where you yeah, can yeah, see the... Exactly. No, that's good. I yeah, I wouldn't want. Uh, I've also heard that the whole sword and shield thing. We're going to be getting limited edition, well, not limited edition, but special armored Pokemon from armored this. Pokemon. Yeah, that's what I've been seeing okay. making around. I saw. I don't know if any Gen One Pokemon will be in here, but we've got Pikachu. But I did see yeah, a picture they always, of like yeah, they always because there's something to do with the um, Meltan as well. Oh, Meltan and Melmetal. Yeah, something to do with like armored. Okay, maybe we'll see. Um, I'm yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it now. I'm more excited having seen the direct than I was before seeing it, which I suppose makes sense. But it's just the setting for me. The setting looks great, and there was that quite the 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 open world Pokemon that everyone was looking for. And thank fuck for that because no one. Do I just want? I just fed up of the isometric like two point five D view. Let me twist the camera around at least. At least go that far. Can you not? I, I know you can't on the 3DS because there's well, only one. they didn't show it. There seem to be some closer camera angles, like when you come out the house, but I don't know if yeah, that's just been a bit cinematic. I think the reason that they always have it is that kind of 45-degree over-the-shoulder view is because they, they want you to feel like you are having the adventure. If you can pan the camera around and stare your character in the face, it kind of it's almost like a fourth wall break. No, 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 that's not wrong. I think that's, nah, that's just wrong. That, I think that's what's not wrong. It's a guess, but nah. I think that's why. No, nah, they're just cowards. They're just cow. Okay, uh, and that's correct. Um, clearly, because you said it. Moving on, uh, Anthem. 
the game that seems to be on everyone's lips. I, I had a top opinion on Anthem come out last week, which has some views. Um, kind of bashed the game within two days of it coming out, which was fun, uh, even though I haven't played it. It's in the news at the moment because uh, of several reasons, but I've picked out two that I thought were the funniest. So the first of which is that people's PlayStation 4s keep crashing while running the game, which is funny, and then people were claiming that it was bricking their consoles, uh, which is something you had to explain to me because I'd never heard it before. But um, that's essentially when it breaks the entire machine, correct? Yes, just renders it useless. Turning like it into, yes, a brick. Um, however, a spokesperson from Bioware has said that that's completely false and they've not had a single instance of it happening. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But if it's making consoles freeze and, you know, just break, not fully break, but, you know, just stop working for a moment, I think that's quite funny. Um, yeah, it's a bit unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Like- for me, I I'm not gonna bash a game that like I don't want. Like there seem there's people out there who want Anthem to be bad. I mentioned this. Sorry, I mentioned this in my top opinion. Like we as gamers, we don't want games to be bad. No, you want a game to be good so that you have something else to play. Yeah, I want games that succeed. Yeah. I like Bioware. I want them to succeed. I love the Mass Effect trilogy. But also at the same time, they are businesses. Yeah, like they are businesses, and we are their customers. For, like, but putting it down to like the barest of bones, that's how the relationship is. Like, we can be fans as well, but we are customers primarily. Yes, like they want the our money. But for something like this to happen, I just think is quite un- unacceptable in this day and age. <laughs> just, just because, like, I get it. It's a game as a service. Like, you're gonna have bugs and stuff, but like. How is this happening? Yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. Like, as in, it's it's almost like a um, like a breach of. Oh, I'm I'm trying to think how to word this, but it's yeah, it's just it's unacceptable. Yeah, and, I agree. like I understand uh, like anyone who's enjoying the game, like great, have a good time of it. Like I don't, I'm not going to bash people for enjoying the game. No, quite right. Like. I play really mediocre games, and that's actually what one of my top opinions will be soon, is about how we can enjoy mediocre games and they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But for people to... I don't like it when people sort of say, oh, give it like a month or two. Because th- yeah, that's yeah. just... like That's what people said with No Man's Sky. Like, give it a year or so. <laughs> and it give did, it a year! It did, like, work out to become an incredible game. But, I mean, I enjoyed it from the start anyway. But you shouldn't be, well, like, holding a game to, like that kind of standard like it no. shouldn't have to be give it a month or so because they should have done that the month before they released the game yeah no i do no. i do wholeheartedly agree uh the other reason it's in the news is because uh redditors have been testing the like the in-game mechanics and it's it's one of those games like destiny or um borderlands or whatever where you shoot something and damage numbers pop up and supposedly the gun that you get like at the very start of the game uh, is more powerful than the end game weapons, uh, even though the numbers display as significantly lower, which is clearly a bug or a glitch or whatever. Mm. But it's quite funny, isn't I it? Mean, how yeah. someone's worked out that the base gun is the best gun in the game. Interesting. So this game's a shambles. They keep banning players as well. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's just if this was a single be... player, I'd be all over this game. I think it looks no, so much fun. It doesn't but look. F- yeah. I don't understand why it's a. Anyway multiplayer that's the thing these days isn't it <laughs> just gotta be 
randomly well, go and do my solo missions, but then I'll oh, wait, jump in with these four. Well, people. like you were saying, we are customers, and ultimately, that's what the the customer wants these days. You're in a in a very small camp, I'm afraid. I think I'm somewhat joining your camp, but um, anyway, that's that's for another day. So we've got some sort of roundup tidbits. Um, should we uh, press F's for or press F's? That didn't make sense. Pre- press F. What's the expression? F's in chat. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Are you talking F's about that Call of Duty for... game where it's yeah, like yeah, press exactly. A for respect, but press I mean... F to pay respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. for for the reason I'm trying to spit this out is because PS Vita has shipped <laughs> its last. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay, mate. Uh, I'm gonna be stuck forever with my bloody limited edition Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified Vita with a horrible vinyl plastic sticker on the back that says Call of Duty Black Ops. I did not know that was. I thought you just had a normal Vita. I anyway. bought it off eBay. Oh, ages ago. I knew it had a Black Ops thing, but it was cheaper. Well, oh. Sony have um, shipped okay. their last batch. Yeah, supposedly so. In Japan, so this is the Sad. end. It's the end of Vita. There's still games coming out for it. I mean, not physical games, because they botched that up as well, and that's <laughs> not coming out. But it's a sad end to what has been a slow death pretty much six months after it came out in, like, 2011, 2012. <laughs> it's like, been dying. It's been slowly yeah. dying since then. Yeah. But it paved the way. It The PS Vita... Walked so that the Nintendo Switch could run. Just get get yourself a drink, ladies and gentlemen. We might be here a while. It was ahead of its time. Some ways behind its time. Um, man, that just thinking of how things could be different if we had R two and L two. The promise of on the go gaming, console experiences, remote play. I am amazed that given that. The- ah! Oh, that's going to be nice and loud. One of the um, biggest drawbacks of PSP was only having two shoulder buttons. So why that? Because even PlayStation One had R one, R two. Why the hell did Vita not have two sets of shoulder? Like, PlayStation two's... were in that time of being a bit weird, Sony, and they were like <laughs> a touch back screen. That will be great. That will replace the most R2 annoying and L2. feature on any console, yeah. apart from the bloody. Stylus on Nintendo DS, which doesn't work for left-handed people, because um, you just constantly touch it accidentally. Wait, the stylus whole... doesn't. I think you told me this before, but I've forgotten. Why doesn't the stylus work for left-handed people? Well, because so I'm left-handed, so the stylus essentially replaces like the A B X Y. Oh, buttons. of course it does. Yeah, yeah. But I have to use my left hand to touch things, and then I can't use directional at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is... You have told me that before. I just forgot. Um, yeah, Vita's dead. Rip. Does I think you and and Jules from What Culture are the only people that actually care about Vita anyway? Real gamers um, have a Vita. In other news, couple of rumors. So supposedly Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven yes. is that the correct? Uh, is going to get shown off at E three, which is interesting. This one because... isn't even a rumor. Oh, it's not a rumor. No, it's it's confirmed. confirmed. All right. Well, um, sod all else is going to be at E three, isn't it? I mean, haven't Microsoft pulled out as well? No, it's, it's Microsoft. It's just. Just oh. Sony. Well, we'll have some. And when probably is E3? EA. It's not that far off, is it? It's June. It's around download. Because oh, okay. one of the nerdiest things I've ever done was while we were at download, because mm. download festival in the UK, big metal festival, we went like five years in a row or something. Mm. Uh, it's around the same time as E3. And obviously E3, being in America, like the press conferences for us are... 
well, judge like by last year, we, we were yeah. out till like six in the morning at a pub watching <laughs> watching watching the uh, conference. So, yeah. I think this was the night I got really really drunk and like passed out. But then I woke up. That's every night because I, yeah, <laughs> I was cold, so I woke up because I think you didn't close my tent door for me. And then uh, oh, my fault. Yeah, and then <laughs> I got up, put on my four G, and watched the PlayStation conference. I think it was. 2015 2016 mm-hmm. and I watched the press conference that was quite a good one actually I can't quite remember what it was but yeah it might, actually I think it might have been the PS4 reveal one nah PS4 came out in 2015 didn't it no it was earlier than that 2013 yeah 2014 so how would it have been the PS4 reveal 2014 how would it have been the PS4 reveal I don't know it was the PS4 Pro reveal it was, maybe I can't remember, but it was it was. Yeah. Uh, no mind. I'll, I'll talk well, to you about this yeah. afterwards. The news is that Cyberpunk is going to get shown off, and it's a game that we are both interested in. How did I get on that tangent? Uh, E3. Just talking about E3. You said the nerdiest thing you've ever done is watch E3 at download. Oh. It's quite simple. Okay. <laughs> um, I lost myself there. Speaking of conventions, though, uh, PAX. One sec. Oh. Cyberpunk looks awesome. Even though I'm not interested in cyberpunk as a genre. Sick. I did just say that. I did say we're did both you? interested in the game. Okay. Um, it's going to be on the Xbox. Oh, no. I remember why, because it's only pulled out. Um, yeah. Hey. It's so, going to be on the Xbox stage, I reckon. Oh, must okay. be. It's not an Xbox exclusive, though, no. is it? No. So, because PS3 isn't... Or PS... PlayStation's mm. not going to be there. So, uh, another... Re- actually, I was going to move on to something else, but speaking of rumours, um, and I think it might also be revealed at E3, there's supposedly a discless... Xbox One on the way, or a disc trayless uh, Xbox One. Joe Which, called it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you did, but you called it as being next gen's Xbox future. Yeah, but this is a uh, uh, a what? <laughs> oh, a sign of things to come. That's the phrase okay. I was looking for. They're yeah. going to try this out. If this goes well, it's going to be cheaper than a normal Xbox One S, I presume. Yeah. Um, then we could see a variation on the Xbox One. Maybe that will get shown off at E3 too. Uh, apparently, that's another rumor as well. But we don't yeah. want to. We did rumors last week. We did so. rumors last week. Um, but another rumor, uh, another rumor <laughs> is an, another gaming convention, which is PAX. Uh, I believe they have PAX East and West, don't they, in America? Is it LA and Washington? Yeah. Probably. Uh, supposedly, we're going to see Borderlands uh, Three, Three or Four? Three. Three. How many? They've well, got Borderlands 1, 2, and then like the pre-sequel or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the Handsome Collection yeah. with all of them. Yeah, Borderlands 3. It's been a while since there's been a Borderlands yeah, I think like canon game, isn't there? Borderlands 2 on PlayStation Vita. Yeah. That, was a, that was a release and a half. Um, so, yes, it's been a while, so maybe we'll see new yeah. Borderlands. It's all but confirmed. Like for a while now, the hmm. the next Borderlands is in development. It's just taken a while for a uh, Gearbox to actually release it. I'm not interested in Borderlands, but I know no. people are. So I've got to be honest, I'm not. That either. game I played it Borderlands one ages ago for hmm. a little bit made me feel sick. I didn't like that art style. Uh, that's cell shaded as well, isn't it? Second, hmm. second mention for cell shading. And then for like a three D game like that as well which is so like twitch based and stuff yeah like. it's very fast paced as well like, I did like the idea of like the guns and stuff like that 
you well, could just have millions of variations. I thought that was quite cool. Isn't it just like the one gun and you mod it endlessly? And there's because of the way maths works, there's endless, almost I mean, yeah, endless combinations. There's a base to it, yeah. but yeah, I gotta be honest, it doesn't particularly interest me either. But it will be a very popular reveal when it happens, if it happens. But yeah, it, it's gonna happen, isn't it? Mm. Um, something that has been revealed more of. That sentence doesn't make sense, but you get the picture. Uh, Days Gone is being previewed at the moment. I said we were going to talk about this. Um, I am interested in Days Gone. As I said, it's probably going to be my next AAA game. And this morning, I watched a PlayStation Access video. Very good video. Go and watch it if you are interested in Days Gone. Uh, 25 things that, is that they Nathan learned. Dighton? It is Nathan Dyson. I Dighton. love that man. Um, 25 things he learnt in his first few hours with Days Gone. Uh, obviously, I don't remember the whole thing. But there's some very interesting looking stuff. Yeah, it seems to be like the very much the same mould of a lot of these open world games. It but... looks to me like a combination or like a love child of Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us. Mm. Which isn't a bad thing really, is it? With Mad Max as well. Because I, I, I watched Max, like yeah. one video very briefly and I think at the start your motorbike gets stolen so you have to go make another one yeah and which from is, when i played yeah. mad max a little bit that's the same premise mm. you start making your car it's quite cool because that, that was a, a lot of people were saying like oh we're playing as a guy in a biker gang why has he got a crap bike was because it got stolen and now he's you know he's yeah, yeah building a new one from the ground up or whatever but yeah it looks good there's there's like factions of any or not factions but there's different like uh types i suppose is the easiest way of saying it um of human enemies so it's not just the the freakers or zombies, whatever that you have to fight, but there's uh, there's like bandit style people. There's um, like a cult as well. So mm. yeah, a bit more to it than I than I realised. So basically, the previews are up on all good video game channels, mm, but not apart from ours. Apart from ours, yeah. But because Days not, Gone Two, I'm sure, will be at the reveal. We will be, yeah, we'll be at the press event for that one. Keep your eyes peeled. Um, the only thing that puts me off about Days Gone is it's like The Last of Us in the sense that your weapons degrade and like will eventually break. And I'm I'm the sort of person where I if something can break or if I can run out of something, I won't use it because I'll, I'll always have this thing in the back of my mind of like, mm. oh, what if I need that later? What? So I'll probably play through that game and not use anything apart from the knife that you have that never breaks. <laughs> because You'll I'll be like, hate oh, I, might, the wild. Yes, I might need my shotgun for later. And then there'll be like a million zombies mm. around me and I'll be like, well, there might be a time when I need it even more because uh, yeah. I'm stupid. That's so. the same thing as Breath of the Wild, but you mm. eventually just sort of get used to knowing that you will get yeah, another I'll weapon to, eventually. Yeah, I'll have to just stop being an, an idiot and, and trying to be so... That'd um, be a first, wouldn't it? You it would be. Egypt. Egypt, I like that word. Um final piece of, of what's occurring news is that Just Cause 4 is already on Xbox Game Pass as their free game for uh, well, presumably March, April. No, Game Pass is different. Oh, is it different? How does Game Pass work? Is it game just an Pass endless is, library? Yeah, it's like the Netflix of... Oh, shit. That's uh, way better than Plus. <laughs> yeah. That's well, we, our equivalent is PS Now, which is oh, streaming, but yeah. I think you can download these ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, fucking, uh, this game got sent out to die, didn't it, really? December release, just around, I think it was the same day as Smash Bros. I mean, they're two completely different audiences, but mm. you're going to lose airtime with that. This and is what, um, just, it, sorry, I've cut you off for no reason. Thanks. That's all right. 
fuck. Well, I've me. done it now. So Square Enix have said basically that yeah, there's too many other AAA titles that came out around the same time, which is what's caused the the unfortunate sales fit. I mean, that's the thing. It's on Game Pass now because it didn't sell anywhere near as well as I think Square Enix mm. were hoping. So um, they should have just yeah. saved this for like now well no you can't well Division's coming out now but I mean like well, I maybe suppose. January or something just be weird yeah. with your release put it like I don't know mid January yeah it, and the problem is it it doesn't look any different to Just Cause 3 apart from the fact there's tornadoes yeah so that's that, true I mean that mm. could be a part of why I didn't sell as well they did as well in, in an interview that I was reading I can't remember where so I'm not going to quote the source but um, in true Japanese fashion they were very honest and very like forthcoming with how they actually feel about the game and they did say that they think it wasn't quite up to the standards No, well that's the like, thing as in well. terms of quality <laughs> like I've completed Just Cause 3 I know uh, I finished it I love it but yeah. a year and a half ago or something and like because you do the same thing like over and over again like yeah mm. it's really fun like being around on that wingsuit parachuting around blowing stuff up there's only so much you can do without any context to doing yeah. it yeah and then i after I completed it, I was like, oh, I want to play this DLC because you get the jetpack kind of thing. Mm. And I got the jetpack, flew around. Uh, literally about five minutes after paying about £15 for DLC, I was like, actually, no. I'm done. And <laughs> I'm delete- done already. Deleted the game off my hard drive. Deleted I was like, the game. Savage. Because I was like, I'm not going to come back come back to this. And then Just Cause 4 basically just felt like the same. So it was like, what incentive do I have to come back to this world? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's. I feel like it's got to be a series that you do really like if you're actually going to bother buying it. But I do really like it as well. I've I've played well, all of them. Well, that's that's the thing. I I'd never played one until Just Cause Three was on PlayStation Plus. So I got it because obviously it's free. Played it a good amount. Like not you know as much as I'm playing Odyssey or whatever. But I played it for probably about fifteen to twenty hours or so. Mm. And I loved just how destructible everything was, and the missions were all quite fun and varied. And then for whatever reason. I've just not touched it since probably think, August yeah. last year. I think I it's the context. Yeah. It's just there's only so much running around and blowing stuff up you can do. It just feels like a bridesmaid, to be honest. Like it's it's great for for one night, but you you don't want to get married to to it. Is that it's, a weird analogy? That's a bit. You can have male bridesmaids, can't you? It's them. 20, it's you could say them instead. Of oh, it. fine, them. Come on, bruh. It's, 20, it's 2019. Get get with the program. So that's what's occurring. Man's woke. Don't even Man, man's woke. That's what's occurring. And fuck me, we've been talking for way longer than I thought we would be. Oh, this gives us half an hour on our main topic. Half an so. hour on the main topic. So we're going to be talking Actually, about... No. Sorry. <laughs> Let me quickly throw something in there. PS Plus games for March have been released. Uh, the Witness, which can fuck off. Um, <laughs> I will be getting that. And I will try and finish it just please to annoy do. you. <laughs> please, please play that game. Because I don't understand the fat fucking game at all. I mean, yeah. I do understand it, but I don't. And then Call of Duty 4 Remastered, yes. which is your favourite game of all time. Favourite game? Well, Call of Duty 4 is my favourite game of all time. Remastered is, Wait. to be fair, the exact same game. So. But looks better, so surely that one's... Yeah, but it's the emotional tie that I've got okay. to the original one. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to get that. I want to play th- that mission again. Maybe I'll play a few games online. What mission? Who knows? I mean the story. I said oh, the, right. those missions. Oh, again. the missions. Sorry. Yeah, it's just um, just a superb game. Superb. Yeah. And then uh, Xbox has games with gold, 
which is sorry, I was looking up throat nuts earlier. Jesus Christ, that's disgusting. that that needs context. <laughs> throat nuts are not what it sounds like. Throat nuts are apparently these things that your tonsils create and you tonsil cough. stones and you yeah. cough up. Everyone does. I'd never heard of it, and then I realised what they were because I, we're not talking about this. What what have Xbox got? Uh, so they've got Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> no, I've never watched Adventure uh, Time. Star Wars Republic Commando for the 360, Metal Gear Rising for the 360, and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, Garden Warfare 2 mm. uh, for the Xbox <clears throat> One. Uh, <coughs> for Excuse once... Me. Goodness. I don't look over thy neighbours and cut. No, no, no. <laughs> the grass isn't greener. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Because like this is the first month PS Plus hasn't had uh, the Vita or <laughs> PS3. No, Vita and PS3 to worry about, yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's, I mean, Call of Duty 4 Remastered was, wasn't even like a full release. And The Witness, I mean... It did eventually get released on its own. Yeah, but it was not like a... Annoyingly, because I had to... 60 quid game, was it? No, nah, I think I think when it was released on its own, it was 30. But yeah. I did pay 60 quid for inf- in infinite or advanced what did it come with oh, infinite I, I think it came with infinite warfare which i never touched um but anyway what the hell did you just do nothing i was just thinking about uh, throat nuts <laughs> oh christ um yeah you're right xbox's lineup this month isn't quite as good but let's move on shall we to the main topic the of main topic fran fran franchises we'd like to see brought back so we've we've thought of a few each um, yes. well, I guess we'll just take it in turn, shall we? Yeah, when, when we actually, do list you type go things. First, I've kind of forgotten about mine. Okay. Well, as kind of like an honourable mention, which hopefully you haven't got in your list because it's too freaking obvious because we both talk about this game all the time. Yeah. Um, Portal. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's not in my list, but it was not on my list it? as well. But it was or isn't? It was not on my well, list because I oh. feel like it's too obvious. Yeah, yeah, it is too obvious. But um, I've got. I've actually got six. I've got um, about one. Eight. Well, one of mine is kind of like an honourable mention type thing because it was also an honourable mention in my um, top ten, which is Bulletstorm, uh, the remaster of which came out in 2017. So the original game's 2011, 2017 for the remaster. So it's been long enough for a sequel. I don't think there's any plans for one, which is a shame mm. because it's a friggin' great game. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of a, a one I wanted to throw out because... Okay. Yeah, I've talked about it before, whereas the other five well, games... I might as well throw out one, just because I've talk, spoken okay. about it before. Just get rid, Let's get rid of one. Yeah, okay. Uh, surprise! The Top Spin franchise, oh, or Virtua Tennis, or Centre Court, or just anything. Grand what about Slam Mario, Tennis? Mario Tennis? Is that not fun? Is that it not, is, I played the that? beta, I really want it, but it's still like fucking 40, 50 quid. On Switch? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Topspin is the the king of tennis on consoles, in my opinion. Uh, did most of the licenses well, and Tennis World Tour in Australia, Open International <laughs> Tennis, terrible. are pretty shocking, f- considering that like they look worse than the 2011 Topspin 4 on PS3. Terrible. So, yeah, I know everyone, I talk about Topspin constantly and tennis games, but... Mm. Just give me something, please. Does that um does that leave you with five, or have you still got? I've sort of got, I've got about six, seven, eight, eight. All right. Well, uh, in that I case, I might not say some. Anyway, would well, you want to go first then, or because okay. you've got more? I'll go first then. Here we go. All right. 
So the first game in your list of, of franchises that you would like to see revived is... The Time Splitters series. That was so close to getting on my list. Was it genuinely it? was. It was so close, but then I thought, don't really the thing care about, anymore. Yeah. The thing about mm. Time Splitters for me is... I wasn't a big gamer when I was a kid, so I've got these memories of playing a couple of games on the PS2, like with my older brother when he'd let me, kind of thing. So... But Time Splitters 2, that was a game that when we'd get like the multi adapter thing and hook like four people up yeah, to the TV. Yeah, yeah. And that was like my first experience with like a sort of team deathmatch, kind of, like a shooter game basically, playing yeah. like online, but I mean, couch co op still. Um, and yeah, that game was like the first kind of hero shooter. Like, yeah, it was actually. And, if it, and yeah. for me, like, if it came back, I know there's like rumours and stuff, but that would definitely sort of hit that Overwatch kind of crowd. Yeah, I think with so. With those kind of characters. I always remember being the monkey. Yeah. Which I think everyone kind of uh, the wanted to be the monkey. The monkey pretty overpowered from what I remember. Yeah. Or just fun. But I think it would do very well in this, this current climate. I Give agree. it like a... I don't think I ever really... I played a little bit of the story... But I don't mm. think I knew enough what was going on. Well, I think the reason, uh, another reason I didn't include it in my list is because I think THQ Nordic have picked up the rights because they picked they up have. everything. And supposedly they said like last year that there's, yeah, August uh, of 2018, THQ Nordic have acquired the rights and there's maybe going to be a new game. Yeah. Um, so what was the last game? Time Splitters. Uh, no, so Time Splitters 4 is the one that never happened. So the okay. last game was Future Perfect, which was in. Goodness me, when was that? Let's have a look. 2002, no, five. 2005. 2005, yeah. So yeah, 14, 14 years ago. And I think that that's quite a popular one to get us started with. I know everyone wants the Time Splitters franchise. Yeah. Well, anyone who played it seems to want it back. Yeah, and I would like it back. Yeah, pretty. Good start. Is that is that all you've got to say? Yeah. Okay, so my first one um, is actually a Rockstar game, but I bet you've never heard of it. Or if you have... Then is it Manhunt? Good for you. It's not Manhunt. No. Is it Max Payne? It's not Max Payne. Is it the table tennis game? <laughs> it's not the table tennis game. No. You can keep going if you want. This is somewhat impressive. Um. We're going back to 2002. We're going back to the PlayStation 2. Well, I'm going back to 2001, but there was a sequel to this mm. game released. The most recent game in this franchise was 2002. Uh, I don't know. Smuggler's Run. Oh, no, I have heard of it. I've yeah. never played it. So, Smuggler's Run is, for those who don't know, a driving game uh, where you are a smuggler, funnily enough, uh, in like a desert environment uh, for the most part. There's also like a snowy area. Um, and you do races, you do like pick-up, drop-off, A to B sprint kind of things. You have to avoid police. And it's kind of... <clears throat> I don't know what's on my throat today. Do excuse me. Um, looking back on it, the mission variety was limited, but again, you know, we're talking 18 years ago on the PlayStation 2, so you kind of have to forgive it a little bit. But um, it had split-screen um, co-op and also like versus stuff as well. My, but my favourite thing about it was you could just free roam the map and not get chased by the police. Because if you played missions, it was kind of free roam missions. It was like, oh, you make your own way there. You know, you've got an objective, but you do it how you want it, kind of thing. 
but you could literally just free roam. I think it was called Joyride was the name of the mode, and you could drive around the maps without any threat of police or like opposing um, smuggling gangs or whatever. And it was just fun. And there was like this mode where it was like I'll deliver the parcel to the drop-off location, and you'd have to literally cross the entire map, and there'd be teams of like maybe six teams of two cars each, and the way you get the packages, you smash into each other and then it's yours. It's kind of like a, a crazy game of tag. But it was just a lot of fun. Me and my sister had a great time playing it. There was a sequel that came out, uh, as I said, in 2002 called Hostile Territory, uh, which we also had, but we didn't like it anywhere near as much because it was fucking hard. It was really, really hard. Well hard, mate. It was well hard, and we just kind of gave up and went back to the first one. Okay. Because obviously there was only a year between them, so graphically it wasn't a huge shift. But um, yeah, it's just a, it was a really fun series. And GTA Online, yeah, I think I a year or say. two ago, had a, a DLC drop that was called Smuggler's Run. So um, they haven't forgotten about it. They've not forgotten about it, but I don't think they're going to make a new one anytime soon. I mean, it's, so, I don't even know if they'll make another GTA anytime soon. Yes, they will. They're making so much money off GTA 5 still. Still, well, GTA Online, we should say, yeah. because it's meant to be treated as its own component. Mm. But yeah, I would like to see Smugglers Run brought back because it's just a fun, and there's there's nothing like it, especially now. There's nothing. I think the closest thing you could get to that is maybe something like Burnout, but Burnout doesn't have the like the criminal element, and there's no there's no like June buggy racing games or whatever. Like the the car variety mm. was really quite good, like June buggies and pickup trucks. And I like guess you could SUVs. sort of look at um, what's that Ubisoft game called? Don't know. Uh the one that's the whole of America. The crew. The crew too. Yeah. I guess you could kind of look at that. I know they've got loads of variety, <laughs> like because you've got cities and then you've got like yeah Junes. or maybe uh, Forza Horizon Three. I think was set in Australia. Well. I mean, it's not going to have the police element, but no. It was set in the outback, I think. Well, anyway, that, that was a really good game, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run 2, not so much, but um, yeah, I'd like to see okay. it brought back. That was an interesting one. Yeah. That's well, good, because I didn't know much about Time Splitters, and you didn't really know anything about that, so... No. My next one... Um, uh, what should I go with? <laughs> okay, I'll stick with uh, racing games. Oh, okay. For a sense. So, I'd say racing games was probably... One of the biggest genres for me when I was younger, weirdly. Yeah, me too. Gran Turismo, specifically. Um, I never played the Gran Turismo. I played Need for Speed, uh, Forza, Motorsport. Yeah. Uh, See, and I, yeah. I used to play Gran Turismo, Need for Speed. Midnight Club. Midnight Club. Oh, my God. Midnight. Why is that not on my list? <laughs> um, Midnight Club LA. What a game. What a game that is. So this game was 2010 after I'd sort of say I was going out of my racing sort of enjoying it I played everything like mm-hmm. they're all the same at this point and uh, and then I picked up Blur in 2010 Blur was 2010 Blur was 2010 Freaking hell I remember when Blur was like the next big or meant to be the next big thing yeah so Shit. much fun like Mm. It's Mario Kart, but real life, and that is hilarious. <laughs> Especially when you play like with a group of friends as well. Like I don't think I've ever had as much fun doing like a split screen 
outside of like Mario Kart and stuff like that hmm. than I have with Blur. Like I mean, the single player, whatever. Like it was boring to an extent because it's I mean it's single player Mario Kart as well. It's like you know you're just sort of wiping out the uh, PC players. But as soon as you like in that multiplayer sphere and you're like wrecking your mate who's just about to win <laughs> there's like nothing funnier than those moments and yeah funny for you and then for the person you've just wrecked nothing yeah, more rage inducing exactly. like controller <laughs> launching and they never carried on with it I, got, I, was, I never played it Blur. I, I never played it on my own I played the single player mode and I was like the racing itself like the mechanics it's like it's okay uh, the car list is okay. Mm. Like, it's not like every car under there, but the real cars and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it felt a bit soulless, like that. Mm. But when it came to the multiplayer, and that's why I miss. And I reckon this would be such a good like free to play, like just multiplayer only kind of thing. Just drop okay, that, and then yeah, you can yeah. sort of like, sort of like Rocket League in a way. Yeah. And like, pay for cars or something, things like that. Like, well, so you want it to be a free-to-play game but with the option of, or you're not fussed. No, no, no like a free-to-play game, like kind of like a Fortnite, whatever. You have like a battle pass because mm. like something that's just online like that, not particularly interesting. Yeah. Uh, for someone who's going to pay sixty pounds on it or whatever, but yeah, something through free-to-play. You like the new Ferrari comes out and you're like, oh, I'll pay fifty p or a quid for that or something. Yeah, along those lines, that can make quite a lot of money. That's how Rocket League has stayed relevant, getting like the Batmobile and things like that. Well, yeah, but also Rocket League was only free for, like Rocket League. Yeah, I know, but like the way they've kept kept on making money. Yeah, yeah, true. Fair enough. Did you want to say anything more on Blur before I change? Because weirdly enough, I have almost everything you've just said applies to what I've decided is going to be my next entry because it was okay. one of my favourite co-op games once again it's a driving game uh, once again I played it with my sister and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before um, but it's called Cell Damage and it was originally a game that was released on I think Xbox and Gamecube and then a year later they ported it to PS2 and it was called Cell Damage Overdrive and it is one of the most insane unique weird good but bad games I think I've ever played and the fact that it's like so dear to my heart it's kind of testament to that so you look very confused have you ever heard of this before no maybe I've not mentioned it let's bring up a, a screenshot or something shall we while I'm talking about it but it's basically the premise of the game is there's loads of um, cartoon characters who are in a TV show and the TV show is them driving around smashing each other up in their cars like racing um and because they're in a TV show and they are meant to be cartoon characters, they don't like they don't actually die. Like they always come back to life. So they smash each other up for the entertainment of the viewers, and then it's basically like Last Man Standing. And Battle it's, Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale with oh look Xbox One HD cell cell damage HD. When did that happen? Um, so yeah, it it was a race, but it was it was a race in the sense of you get points for certain things I think it was like going really fast or like doing jumps and stuff and then also just destroying your opponents 
and it was just so much fun and, and it was a one-off game they've never made a sequel I mean this HD remaster that I've never heard of has, has apparently come out but I mean look at that look at the graphics it's just so much fun like, it's such a cool cartoony style it was just great I really enjoyed it okay. it's been a long time since I've played it so it's it's hard to be that like is the oh, thing like about this, mo- that and yeah, that that but, is the thing about most of these games on my list is it's been mm. so long since I played them yeah, and I guess that is the point as well. These are dormant franchises. Yeah, but I mean, just looking at these screenshots at the moment, like I remember the weapons so clearly. And you know, actually, you mentioned Rocket League. You know, there's this game mode in Rocket League now where you have power ups, and one of them is like a, a boxing glove that mm-hmm. you shoot out the front of your car and it sends your opponent flying. They robbed that from cell damage, just cl- like straight up. Um, What's the word? Shameless. Like, there you go. There it is. Shamelessly stole it from cell damage. But for, I feel like for that's quite reason, a staple cartoon kind maybe, of thing. Maybe. But it was, um, yeah, I mean, kind of, again, kind of like what you said a minute ago. It's, it's, it's Mario Kart, but just to the nth degree, you know. It's not like, oh, here's a green shell. It's like, oh, here's a freaking minigun that I've got mounted to the front of my car and I'm going to blow you up. And it was just great. I'd like to see it brought back. Look, I mean, look, there's a massive hammer that you can hit people with. It was just... It was just a really fun game, and I don't think it sold very so it's well. It's kind of along the style of like Twisted Metal. Yeah, I think it was the kid-friendly Twisted Metal. Okay, but I I don't think it sold very well, and I also don't think it was reviewed all that well because it's kind of like once you've played it a few times, you've played yeah. it. That is also time. the problem with looking back at these games as well. It's mm. like well, childhood games that you were like. This is like my favorite game ever because you didn't really you're like five years old. You don't really look at well, you don't look at reviews. No, you just you don't had look a game. for five star. You look at what looks interesting on the box. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then that game can be your favorite. And then when you get a bit older, look back at it and you're like, oh shit, that's but got I one stars. St- I still think I would like a game like that, a game along that lines. Mm. But then I also think I don't know because it's it's not as if we live in the same house and it's not as if we ever play co-op games or split screen games or whatever because our, our um, schedules don't often line up that well yeah. but also it's because the, I don't know there aren't any is is a factor I suppose well yeah that's split screen co-op is yeah I mean we used to just pretty much ex- exclusively play FIFA yeah and I still have a plan if you're not on, if you're not on YouTube at the moment go to YouTube and subscribe because I do have the plan of us doing Gameplays of something like FIFA, where we just get increasingly more drunk. That's an original idea. Well, I think it is. I don't think I've ever seen anyone. Oh well, oh, well okay. Just like have to down a. Basically, or what we would do. Yeah, just but film, film it. it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this is what we would were doing, kind of, without recording anyway. I guess so. So, what's what's your beef? I don't know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, cell damage. <laughs> to get back on point, cell damage was a lot of fun. And they should make another one. Okay. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. My next one, what shall I go with? <laughs> I'll go with Red Faction. Oh, okay, yeah. I think there's a reason Red Faction died, but do go on. There was a reason. And I'll tell you for why. I'll tell you for why. Red Faction Gorilla. Mm-hmm. Such a good game. Like the destruction mechanics on that, awesome. Ahead of its time. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I mean, it kind of sucked when you ran out and you had to destroy a house with your hammer. But you could work <laughs> it out. You were like, where are the supports in the house? It was cool. Combat was okay as well. 
and the setting was awesome. Just being on Mars, like yeah, that was... looked really sick. Like mm. driving around on Mars in this open world. I think I just rinsed that whole game in a weekend when I was staying at my grandparents' house and I had nothing to do <laughs> apart from Red Faction Gorilla. Apart from Red Faction Gorilla, and what was that? That must have been two thousand and. 2006, you reckon? Should I look no, this up while you're chatting? 2008, I reckon. Um, and then I sort of forgot about the game because I think it was my mates and I I uh, gave it back to him. 2009? 2009. I gave it back to him and then I sort it's of forgot about it. Yeah, I'm getting to it. Oh. <laughs> this is Joe's story time. Sorry. I'm getting to it in a very roundabout way, but I'll get there eventually. You will, you will. So I forgot about the game, and then sold my Xbox, or gave it to my little brother, and I had the PS3, and then I saw in like CEX, Red Faction Armageddon, and I was like, wait, there's a new one? Oh my god. Oh my god. And this was probably 2010, 2011, something like that. I started playing it, and I'm going through these like underground corridors, I'm shooting things, and I'm like, ah, cool, I can't wait to get up to the surface and like go back to doing what I do in Gorilla. Mm-hmm. Which never happens. Oh. It's just like a third-person shooter at that point, And that is why it died. But yeah. Red Faction Guerrilla, and I think there was just one called Red Faction before that. Mm. I think that would totally work in this kind of day and age with... Um, along the lines of like the Horizon and the Far Cries of this world. A bit more of a bigger open world and like what it could do with the destruction mechanics now mm. would be so good yeah it would be I mean I'm just looking and, and THQ Nordic well yeah funnily I think, enough have I think picked it, up the rights <laughs> I think that was a THQ game anyway it was yeah so then when uh, whoever it is Nordic Games or whatever bought THQ mm. uh, they automatically got the rights to that uh, but yeah they did release um, Red Faction Gorilla Remastered. That's funny. Oh, is that it's set on Mars. It? Yeah, That's which funny. I kind of want to go pick up if it comes in a sale for like fifteen quid or something. Because I haven't really looked at any gameplay on it, but I guess they're testing the waters, seeing what kind of reception they get from the remastered. I'm not actually sure how popular this game is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I farted, but I don't think you'll have been able to hear it. <laughs> and I'm not sure what kind of reception this game got. I've never really looked into it that much, because, it, again, it's just one of those games that I know I had fun with. Probably well. I reckon it was like a seven, something like that. Quite a middle-in game. Yeah, probably. Um, But, yeah. Mm. Red Faction Gorilla. Well, the whole time you were talking about Red Faction... For some reason, you you were reminding me of a game that isn't on my list, but a game that I enjoyed back in the day, and I couldn't remember the name of it, and then it came to me, and it's called Freedom Fighters. Did you ever play that? No. That was a PS2 game from, well, to that I think 2003. I'm not I'm not really sure. Maybe actually. Maybe 2003. Um, but it was yeah. I can't remember much about it, but it was like a shooting game where I think you were against against sorry, you were trying to um overthrow like Russia or something but um yeah it was a good game I don't remember too much about it which is probably why it's not in my list but um maybe I played it I'm gonna look up a little bit of gameplay while 
while you talk okay. about your next one. Well, I talk about my next game. My next game, what shall I do? I've got three left. Um, let's do one. So it's only been six years since the most recent game in this franchise. And unlike a couple of the others I've mentioned, this isn't necessarily a dead franchise either. There's there's very much a chance that this game series will be revived soon uh, because it's a Tom Clancy series. Um would you like to? Because this, I'll give it some guesses. Give, I'll give it some guesses. He says. Okay, I kind of. I'm not going to guess straight away. Okay. The one that I think it is. Okay. I'll just guess some ones that it might. What that, Hawks? Is that the planes one? Yeah. No, no. Uh, End game. No, I don't like RTSs. So it's Splinter Cell. It is Splinter Cell. Okay. What did you think it was going to be? Splinter Cell. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to give a few guesses. So, oh, sorry. That was your foot. Ooh. Um. <laughs> That was weird. Um, Splinter Cell is, for the uninitiated, a stealth action game where you play as Sam Fisher, who is a, I don't know, CIA or something agent. Um, And it was, yeah, the most recent game was 2013, so it's not really been that long, which is why it makes me think that there will be a new one. But before Blacklist, which is the 2013 one, uh, they were somewhat regular releases. It was once every like two or three years, or sometimes even shorter than that. Um, so it's been a while, which is why it's. I feel like I can have it on the list. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, but they were just really good games, and it's not like it's not like Cell Damage, where I look back on it with rose-tinted glasses. Like they were good games. They they pioneered a lot of stealth elements. Um, obviously, you know they're not Metal Gear Solid. It's not the the founding game of the of the genre, but yeah, they they were just good. I kind of don't really know what to say about them, other other than that it was. I mean, generally speaking, Tom Clancy games are good anyway. They are good. Like Rainbow I've Six, I've never are got always into good. any of them. Oh, I like, like Rainbow Six, and I, I like, used to play. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the Rainbow Six games, not not Siege, like the ones before that, uh, Vegas. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, the one. Rainbow Six Vegas. But I, I had those, but I can never get into the mechanics, and I tried Hawks. Which was alright. Oh, I don't like flying um, games. I've never really got into Ghost Recon because when that was coming out, like I was, that was around the time I was playing like Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Four. Yeah, same. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. It's like some Modern Warfare elements, and then like you get into it and it's like more tactical and like you can't be a Call of Duty player playing that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Division, obviously, like I don't care about online. So. Yeah. But the for me, Splinter Cell peaked in kind of like the mid two thousands when it you had Pandora Tomorrow, and then Chaos Theory, um, and again didn't really realise this until we started recording. But a lot of my games apparently link back to split screen and playing with my sister. But I remember that Chaos Theory had these um, kind of like do you remember in Modern Warfare two there were the Spec Ops missions where they were like kind of quick ten minute in yeah. and out co op yeah. So Chaos Theory had these. But it was like its own storyline, um, separate from the single-player campaign. And we never finished it because we would either end up arguing or we just weren't good enough or whatever. But um, they were a lot of fun, obviously. We just love fun. weren't good enough. Love fun. Who doesn't love fun? And the actual story of, of the Splinter Cell games was really interesting. Like It was really dark and quite <laughs> random th- uh, shout-out to Theresa May there. I mean, not really a shout-out. It was negative, but... Um, yeah, like a dark storyline. Sam Fisher was a good character. I didn't actually play Blacklist, 
so I'm not sure if the most recent game in the series is good or not. Um, but I know they changed the voice actor, which seemed somewhat unnecessary. That's interesting. Um, I don't know, maybe the original guy didn't want to do it anymore. But um, yeah, it's by no means a dead series. The Tom Clancy games are still heavily yeah. funded and, and loved. So well, I think, fingers um, crossed. They did do a Ghost Recon mission in... Uh, not Ghost Recon. Splinter Cell mission in Ghost Recon Wildlands, whatever it's called. Oh, okay. I think it was some kind of DLC. Yeah. Which I I don't know. I think it's hinting at the next game because I don't. I feel like they've got Division Two now, which is probably going to be there for two years. Six uh, Rainbow Six Siege still going on quite strong. Yeah. And there are people who love the latest Ghost Recon. Yeah. So what's next in the Tom Clancy? I don't library. Th- yeah, I don't think they'll do another Hawks because no. I feel like flying simulating games have kind of completely fallen out of favour. Well, Combat Eight, has, I think, has just come out. Oh, has it? I think that's done I, me well. personally. I hate flying simu- sim games. Oh yeah, it's just too confusing. I just it, the, the just perspective like just doesn't work when because mm. a car one does work because you're sitting on a level plane. You're not going like rotating Le- level plane. Yeah. <laughs> So it works. You're just looking that way and that way, mm-hmm. but like you, you don't get a rotating TV or a rotating chair. No, so no. the perspective is really confusing in airplane games. Yeah, it, I always remember. Um, would you say Ace Combat? Ace Combat. I think yeah. um, a friend of mine from yeah, like ten, fifteen years ago, or whatever, had Ace Combat, whatever it would have been, um, and like an actual joystick. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and, and it just, just made me feel crashing. sick. Yeah. So, yeah, not a big fan of, of flight sims, even if Hawks is more combat-based. Well, have, have Tom Clancy got any other franchises that I've kind of forgotten I don't about? know, but I'd completely forgotten about Hawks and, to be honest, Endgame, so you're already doing better <laughs> than me. Um, they must do. They've got to have something coming out. I mean, the guy wrote a lot of books. He did. I don't. Uh, he must be just making a mint at this point. I think he's dead, isn't he? Is he? Didn't he die, Tom Clancy? I don't know. Maybe maybe he died. Should we should we look this up? I'm yeah. I'm kind of curious to know. I thought he died. Oh no! So it's just Rainbow Six Ghost yeah, Recon. Yeah, he, he died in 2013. Oh, because it was kind of like the Colin McRae thing, where it was like, do we keep his name on the boxes or not? Um, and I think I think Ubisoft got it right. Actually, no, because they developed Dirt as well, don't they? Or they they uh, published Dirt, don't they? I have no idea. All right. Well, basically, yeah, they've left Tom Clancy's names on the games. Um, but they took Colin McRae's off, which I thought was... Well, unless, maybe that, that could be licensing. Well, I was going to say, um, well, maybe his family said, nah, like, take mm. it off, whatever. In which case, of course, completely understandable. But if not, why why take it off? Because Dirt 2, Colin McRae Dirt 2, which I think was the last game with his name on it, is an absolute belter of a game. And I'm not saying that indicates the quality, but, you know, just as like a, yeah. a, a shout-out to his legacy. But... um. Oh, I'm yeah, moving they, swiftly on. Do they have any others? Did you find anything? No, that was it. We got them right. You, I mean, you did. Yeah. <laughs> it was just insane. Just, oh, yeah, this one and that one. and then, uh, uh, all, all I right. remember about Hawks is it's spelled with an X, wasn't it? How many have you got left? Uh, two, I think. Two? Yeah, two. Okay. So my next game is... Actually, the last one I'm going to talk about properly... Is that, is that your foot again? Yeah, oh. stop! The last I thought it was like a bit of a chair. <laughs> you just molested me under the table. I thought it was like a pole on a chair, Ooh. so you don't really like, stroke up against it. With your foot. You don't have any socks on either, because oh. you're just feral. I don't. I've just crawled out of bed. 
Yeah, um, literally. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. So, yeah, the last right, game... My next one is... The last one I'm going to talk about, really. The other ones I'm just going to mention slightly. Okay. Is um, a combination of two games. Oh. Which uh, have had fairly recent releases. But uh, I feel like in the current climate, they are due a comeback. Okay. And those two games are Resistance and Killzone. And why I'm looking at it this hmm. way is that looking at Sony's portfolio of genres that they have, yeah, they've seems got everything covered, apart from the multiplayer uh, aspect. They don't seem to have like like Killzone that used to be their Halo shooter, and yeah. Resistance had quite popular online as well. But what have we got now? We've got like Uncharted and Last of Us Online, which are fairly popular. Yeah, yeah. like. I'm just so sorry, I'm trying to think, but carry on. Yeah. So Killzone Shadowfall was PlayStation 4 launch game. It was, and I, I had it. Resistance 3 was the last game, maybe 2011, 2012. because yeah, Resistance Fall of Man was a PS3 launch game. Yeah, I think so. I never got into yeah. particularly either of these series. No, I mean, neither. Killzone 2, I really liked um, the look of, hmm. and... I thought the Hellgast looked really cool on like the I think it's the Hellgast on yeah, the cover with like that orange eyes and stuff. I thought they were quite yeah, cool. Yeah, that is good. I can actually picture that box art really a clearly. Really good box yeah, art. Yeah, that's good box art. And then art. I had Killzone Frontline or something, which was like a isometric top-down PSP game, which was oh, actually um, sick. Liberation. Liberations, yeah. We've and then, talked about Liberation before on the podcast, have we? Very briefly, because I got the name wrong. Because okay. I was thinking of Shadowfall. Okay. Um, and <laughs> yeah. then Killzone. You've got a memory of a fucking sieve. Can I just say that? <laughs> I thought I had a bad memory. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Killzone Mercenaries was also on PS Vita, which was graphically amazing. I didn't get too far into it because I don't really like first person shooters on such a small screen. Mm. Um, but yeah, graphically, that looked insanely good. And I have actually, since I've completed Horizon Zero Dawn, I have wanted to go back and play Shadowfall because I do have it. I got it with my PlayStation, but I never bothered playing it. Oh, and see, I, I did do play want, it. Just want to go back and have a look. Nah, I, I played it for about three or four hours and just kind of got. But I'd be it interested. Didn't, it didn't grab me. Part of this as well is I'd be interested to see what they'd do. Gorilla, this is with the Killzone franchise. Now, obviously, I think they've got two studios, and they're probably all just working on Death Stranding. <laughs> No, but they are helping with Death Stranding, though, aren't they? No, they gave them the engine or something. Uh, Hor- uh, yeah, probably- Horizon One Dawn, otherwise known as our uh, that is as our sequel the name. Continuing pun. Um, but yeah, I just think it'd be interested for PlayStation to get back into the yeah the shooter space, it's particularly with Halo and Gears coming out, and like uh, Sony this are is- pioneering the single player stories. They're not so much dormant, but yeah, slightly forgotten about, particularly the fact that Killzone is probably not coming back anytime soon with the success well, of Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think I don't think Resistance is either. I, I think, think that's even less likely to come back. Closed down. Who made Resistance? Yeah, I don't even know who made Resistance to be honest. But really? you've you've made me think of um, Homefront, and I know Homefront's not exactly dormant because it's only been a couple of years since they tried to reboot Homefront. Two years, and it was but that's appalling. such a nice, no, nice. Not that's not the right word. It's such a good concept that 
it's it seems like how the fuck did they get it so wrong? Now I don't know if you've ever played Homefront, but it's really not very good. No. But the idea behind it is quality. So, so how how did they cock it up so badly? Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, we are chatting was, a lot. Uh, Insomniac so gonna... actually was it? Yeah, which is surprising. Is how it... funny is that? So that, that it was a sort of a similar time, wasn't it? It was um, Naughty Dog had gone from uh, was it Jack and Daxter? Yeah, Naughty Dog did Jack and Daxter, and yeah. then Insomniac came from. Um, Ratchet and Clank. So two, ah. two, two, two games. You've a callback to an hour, and ago. then they went a bit. Uh, they've been a bit adult. Yeah. Well, I'll, I mean, uh, obviously now they've fucking done Spider Man. They're yeah. I'll move on. So a game I, that I, I don't. Any, sorry, one I've just realised that the two games I'm going to be playing when Spider Man comes are both Insomniac. Oh, Didn't yeah. really even think about that. How funny. Yes. Um, my second to last game is one I don't know much about, so I'll be really quick. But it's Churok. Or Turok. I'm not really sure how you say it. But this was a game that was originally released in like 2001 or 2. And then they had a PS3 game in 2008, which was terrible. But why is there not a game where your main enemy are dinosaurs? Oh, Dinosaur evolved. Uh, but... But it's not it's not the same vein as Turok of being just like a first person shooter where you've you know, you've got it's mission based, it's linear, it's you know, whatever, blah blah blah. Like Jurassic Park or sorry, Jurassic World is um you know, proves box office figures alone prove that dinosaurs are still cool. Dinosaurs. Like kids still like dinosaurs. Mate, robot dinosaurs is the shit now. Robot dinosaurs are less cool, to be perfectly nah, honest. Nah, because you've got robots which are cool, you've got dinosaurs which are cool. And they just fuck, and then there's robot dinosaurs. But which they are make the coolest. But it's it's just <laughs> Drake and Josh. Yeah. Um, no, they just make themselves less cool. Like dinosaurs are cool alone. Robots are cool alone. Together, I don't get it. But yeah, I feel like a Turok-inspired game right now would just be brilliant. Mm. Like I really want just a good, like mission-based shooting game. And I don't. I could, literally can't think of any. And I'd like one where I have to shoot dinosaurs because I like dinosaurs, and then you want to kill them. Yeah, and they're scary. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be my second to last one. I thought this matey outside was posting my Spider-Man. Nah, he's not. He did have a he had a little package that looked very. He's got a little package. The he, man outside. I, I can see his little package. Oh no! Yeah, I hope he can't hear you. He'll come in and, and beat you up. It was a little package. Right, let's go because we're right, an hour I'm and a half in. Off freaking somehow. My last uh, three. Mm-hmm. Okay. First one, Half-Life, obviously. I was going to bring this up with Portal. Never played the half Well, no, I played a little bit of Half-Life 2, but I was really young, didn't understand it. Never but played it. But at this point, I just want to fucking see it, and I just want everyone to shut the fuck up, because yeah. it's not going to be as good as everyone says it's going to be. Like, shooters have moved on. They're not going to reinvent the wheel. Just get it over with. Yeah, but I'm, if it I'm, does, then awesome. I've never played it, but I, yeah, for to kill the meme alone, mm. I would quite like Half Life Three. Um, Tony Hawk. Oh yeah, massively needs reviving. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, we've had a game recently, but that's not done anything for anyone, and the servers have shut off apparently, which has killed the entire game because it was all like uh, online based or something, uh, and it looks appalling. Do you remember? I think what killed Tony Hawk was when they tried to make Ride, which was was it Ride the one with the peripheral? because yeah, like, they the did Ride. And then the next yeah. one used used the same peripheral, but the peripheral sucked. Yeah, yeah. Just go back to the. Days that was of... when everyone just wanted plastic controllers. They were like, "Oh, yeah. Guitar Hero is doing well." 
Yeah, just go back to days of like Tony Hawk's Underground and Project Eight and American Wasteland, and yeah, just go back to those days, please. Um, and the last one is The Getaway. Which oh yeah, I only ever played The Getaway Black Monday, I think it was called. Yeah, on was, the PS2, yeah. and my overriding memory of that was sitting in a Renault Clio in London and you could use the indicators and I thought that was fucking cool. You've said that exact story on the podcast Have before. I? Yeah. I don't know why, but... But yeah, it's basically like GTA, but you're on the opposite side. You are the mm. police. You're the undercover. It's a very similar series to True Crime. Yeah. Which is another one that I would like brought back. Yeah, I had True Crime Streets of LA, LA on yeah. the PSP. Yeah. All I remember about that game really... On oh, PSP? I had it yeah. on PS2. Seb had it, I think. The, the end of the game, because um, the character's name was something Chang, well, Chan, wasn't it? I can't remember. And there was like a song when you finished one of the storylines, because there were a couple of different endings, weren't there? Or like you could get the game to end early if you like arrested someone or you killed someone or whatever. And yeah, one of the characters sang a song where it was like, who is the man who's half Chinese and half boy band? Chan... <laughs> And that's what I remember from that. And I'm going to look it up to make sure that that okay. is actually true in a minute. But yeah, true, true crime, all the getaway, I think, would, would both yeah, be something quite... police-sided. Mm. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, um, it would be. And especially in London, where it's um, sort of... I mean, you, you could make it a lot more interesting with the less amount of guns we have in London compared to America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which would make like hand-to-hand combat and sort of like mm. some more police tactics quite cool. Um, I think they did something based slightly off the getaway a few years ago mm. with a VR demo. Uh, I can't quite remember what it's called, but it was when you're like oh, the hands and you're, yeah. you can see just Isn't the it just hands. called like bank job or something? Something or like, like the that. Heist. I just got a feeling bank that heist. was slightly I've based on the getaway. I've played it. My sister's got it. Mm. It's not great. I no. don't like VR though. But I mean, maybe it's not forgotten about. I think yeah. it's a it's a first party game as well, or a mm. first party yeah yeah IP. It is. So it is. You know, right, well, that'd be quite cool. my my last one um, is again. I don't know if you've ever played this, but it's a it's a hella old game, and it was originally. I found this out earlier while doing um, research on it. It was meant to be the first in a five part series, which got scrapped after the second part because the studio making the games decided they'd rather make films um, and that is Oddworld Abe's Odyssey which came out in 1997 um, and I remember playing it in like the early 2000s on my uncle's Playstation because he couldn't beat a level so he got me to do it for him and then the remaster came out in 2014 and I got that and it's have you ever played Oddworld? No, is that the Jaffe games? No, no well, I don't, What I don't, am I thinking of? I don't know Oddworld Abe's Odyssey is the game that I'm like I reminisce about the most. I mean, I've never played any game other than that from the Oddworld supposed series that is now cancelled. But like Rupture Farms is such a cool like setting. Abe as a character is just brilliant. Like the Mudicons are so unique and weird and funny, and just the gameplay elements of like you can either save your brothers. Or you can kill them, and then Abe just stands there laughing. Like you can pull a lever, and the ground, the the floor underneath the Mudicon like disappears, and they fall into a meat grinder, and then he just laughs and farts. 
Like, why is that not still a thing? Why is why is Oddworld still not having regular games? It. It's massively famous, Abe's Odyssey. Um, yeah, there's even a fart button. I can't remember what it is, but there's like a button sold. Yeah, and if you, as I was saying, you can either save the uh, your fellow mudicons or you, you know, kill them in hilarious ways. But if you save them, they follow you around because you're all trying to escape rupture farms. And then if there's like a line of, you know, two or three of them behind you or whatever, and you just press the fart button, they all take it in turns to laugh. Like it Mm. goes down the line and they all laugh. It's just a great setting. He's a great character. The gameplay was, I mean, it's a side-scrolling, you know, platform puzzle kind of thing. So it's not exactly innovative or, you know, unique, but it's... um, it was fun and different enough to make it stand out, and I think that's why it's so, you know, highly regarded. And New and Tasty, which was the name of the remaster in 2014, is just great. It's just really, it a, really good. I've got yeah. a feeling it was a PS Plus game, so maybe I'll have to. I think it was a PS Plus game. Have actually. to play it. Yeah, I th- I don't know if I've still. I don't have the physical copy anymore, but I don't know if it's still on my, like my PlayStation hard drive. But anyway, oh. yeah, that's, that's my last one. Oddworld is great. Interesting lists. Yeah, a few, couple on the fly as well. Yeah, do you know what? Actually, when you're speaking of Oddworld, remind me of another dormant franchise, Destroy All Humans. Oh no, I hate those games. Did you? Yeah, I hate those games. They're crap. Destroy All Humans is basically Saints Row, but you play as an alien instead of yeah. But you also unlock cool guns. Nah, I don't care. Isn't one of them like a unicorn, like and it shoots lasers out of his horn? Uh, sounds more Saints Row. Oh, actually, no, Saints Row is like dildo guns. I don't know. Yeah, no, I didn't really like Ooh, Destroy. Oh, Saints Row 3 is coming out on and Switch. The reason Destroy All Humans now doesn't exist anymore is because the last one in the series was absolutely terrible and like critically and commercially panned. I think I played number two. Yeah. But it was again nah. that co op thing. Fuck Destroy All Humans. Yeah, Saints Row 3 is coming out on Switch. <gasps> so, we, I'm, for some reason, I'm choosing to completely <sighs> ignore that. We were going to do a memory card and a whatever else, but I mean, they're not time sensitive. We might as well save them, hey? No, we've, we've let's gone. do it. Let's do it. I no, I need to go out soon. I've got to edit this. Let me do mine then, because mine's connected, kind of. Ah, oh, fine. Memory card, memory card, memory card. So, what, what are you loading up off your memory card this week? So, this week, I randomly remembered a game, and I think I spoke about this last week. I remembered an icon in the game, and I was like, "Where the fuck does that game come from? Like, mm-hmm. What is that game?" And eventually, after like scrolling through loads and loads of old games. There's a game I probably played when I was about four or five years old that I've got very, very little memory of. Mm-hmm. But it's called Road Rash. I've never heard of it. Keep talking while Which I Google it. Which is a motorbike it. racing game. Road Rash? Road Rash. Okay. And it's a motorbike combat racing game where you basically just hit the shit out of your... Uh, your... Um, enemies and like you get like interesting weapons like I think you can get a chain uh, there was like a kind of lightsaber one but there was just this icon that I remembered was like the skull and crossbones at the top when you like hit someone or got hit I can't remember exactly what it was but yeah that came into my memory and then I was scrolling along the um, PlayStation, uh, sorry Nintendo Switch eShop and I saw this game called Road Redemption. Road Redemption, yeah. Which turns out is the spiritual successor to okay. Road, Road Rash. Rash. So have you have you bought so it? I haven't. Oh, <laughs> I might do. 
Why but I will not? see. I, t- I don't even know if I liked Road Rash. It's been so long since I played it. Looks fun. But yeah, so Road Redemption is the spiritual successor. I believe there's some people, I think it was crowdfunded or something like that, and it was some people who worked on the original one. So obviously it was a dormant franchise for a long time. Yeah. And it's getting quite good reviews. Like 15, 16 years it was. And then I saw another game called Road Rage, mm-hmm. which was 2017. It's a vehicular combat racing game. And that came out in 2017, which was inspired by Road Rash. So apparently oh. these long-forgotten games are not so forgotten. No. So maybe the underlying story here is we need to look elsewhere for our dormant franchises because there's always inspiration taken from places, and I want to stop speaking. So I was going to say, what is it? I feel like we're a generation of, of nostalgia heads. Yeah, and I don't really know why that is. I think maybe because the future is so bleak, we look back on our childhood and just think like, "Oh, I remember when, you know, that was amazing." And, well, and yeah. it's why we get so many remasters these days. Exactly. I feel like it's remakes, remasters, because we're just hanging on to that yeah. little bit of childhood innocence. But as much as I love Toy Story, I don't really want Toy Story Four. I want Pixar to come up with something else. Yeah, just as a throwaway example, I guess so. Oh, very good. I, I like the sound of that game actually, and, and from the screenshots that I looked up while you were. Chang, it looks fun as well. Yeah. If you get uh, Road Red Red Dead, Dead Redemption, then um, Road Dead Redemption, Road Road Dead. I was trying to make some sort of pun. Um, then show me it because it looks like yeah. it could be a laugh. I've got a lot of games I want to get. Mm. Still, get Trials. I'm still I'm, like jury's out for me if I'm going to bother getting and a Switch. Ape out looks incredible. What does Ape Out? Ape Out. Yeah, it's by uh, it's a uh, Destructoid. Uh, not Destructoid. Never heard of it. Called. Well, anyway, that was good. I enjoyed that. Actually, this is a way longer episode than normal. Um, so, well, actually, it's only about ten minutes, but still. Hope you all enjoyed. Thanks very much for listening. As we said at the start, subscribe on YouTube, uh, give us a follow on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, and yeah, yeah we'll show- see you next Thursday. We'll see you next Thursday. Um, share with your friends, and as always, your mum and your nan and your nan because they'll love it. And uh, <laughs> the that's nans it. Love it. The nans do love it. Bye for now. Bye for now.